Hello, everybody. Jeff Mason, your host of Simple Biz 360 podcast. Yes, you can find us on simplebiz360.com, and we are on YouTube and 28 audio platforms. We're going to have just a really cool short session today. Just want to uh, kind of highlight what we really do uh, for the day job. You know, uh, this is episode 170. Believe it or not, we've been at this since October of 2019. Every single week, we've been putting out a podcast. And we're having a lot of fun doing it, learning a lot too. But the day job, what is the day job? Well, I am an experience economy workshop presenter and consultant. So I just kind of want to explain it today for those out there who may be looking for something like what we offer. So, you know, first of all, I want to just kind of spend some time and define what the experience economy is. And, and really, it's um, we see in society, and society sets the tone because we in the business world click and drag, we copy and paste what happens in the in the society that we live in and we we kind of mirror that and we become a microcosm of how society does things so i mean i'm going to zip all the way back to um when we had our first television debates presidential debates and when you really hone in on Nixon and Kennedy. And I think it was really the first time America woke up to the fact that there was this imagery, there was this perception building process that was taking place in politics and it could bleed over into other things uh, in our business world as well. And I think we've been on a fairly significant fast track to, um, you know, zooming through the me generation, what's in it for me becomes really, really important. And, and we start to see the what we do replaced by the how we do it. And what we really have is an industrial society that moved to a service society. So, you know, you look at America, I mean, especially America, we have, we're so slanted towards the service um, industry, if you will. And what that really does is it starts to bubble up this love affair we have in society with, um, hey, how do we feel? You know, that, that taps our emotions in a certain way. Um, that business experience, uh, that was a good one. Oh, that restaurant, you know, I, I'm not even really going to talk about the hamburger or the grilled cheese sandwich or, or the French fries. I'm really going to talk about, you know, how it felt to get serviced. We've often used deck builders, nothing against deck builders. We use it because it's so appropriate. But, you know, we don't sit around and talk about the mitered corners and the galvanized, uh, you know, screws and the, the, you know, the different stains and stuff. We talk about, ah, we couldn't get a hold of the guys. They didn't show up. They left early. You know, we talk about the how that deck was built, the process of, of getting that consultant and, and you know, or, or, or a contractor. And so, you know, we have this, we go into restaurants, we gauge things differently. We, we you know, put telephone orders across. We gauge it differently now than we did many years ago. We're, we're all focused, hyper-focused in many cases on this. How did we feel about that? So as businesses, we have to come to grips with the fact that perception 
is swinging from the industry, the products, and it is swung to the service element of it. So since so much of our businesses are service oriented, we've really got to tap into this perception building process that takes place with customers. And they build these perceptions of us oftentimes void of fact. And so I say, you know, perception is reality in the business world. It, it becomes the reality to that customer. I'm not saying it is the reality, but it becomes the reality to that customer. So this is where we really interact with your company, with your business, with your employees. We get in the middle of it and we say, hey, we've been looking at this for 30 years. We've been understanding this, examining it, putting it under the microscope, reading about it, engaging in it. I've worked for 32 different customer service teams um, or companies uh, across the nine different industries over my 30 years of doing this. I've immersed myself in this service element. So we've really put a lot of energy and time and devotion into understanding what can bring a higher level of satisfaction to a customer. What does it really mean to be a customer-centric business? What does it really mean to, you know, elevate client success? Well, in many, many ways, it means looking through everything, um, looking at everything through their eyes, from their keyboard, from their seat, in their shoes. That's what it's all about. So, um, you know, this, this whole perception-building concept um, has really shifted the dynamics of business today. And we say that we're now in the throngs of this experience economy. So you're going to see some uh, pictures here that are going to float by um, on the uh, on the YouTube experience. If you're watching, it'll kind of just sh show you um, what a an on-site, you know, eight-hour workshop, you know, would look and feel like. I mean, there's still pictures, but you're going to see a few of them. And, you know, what we do is we offer these experience economy workshops. We do them virtually two hours, four hours, or six hours, or we do an eight-hour. And we love to do them face-to-face. -face. We'll fly to your location to do it if, if necessary, but we really love love the face-to-face, -face, um, in-person environment, but you know, Hey, we've done, uh, you know, dozens of these and, and, um, you know, it, we're, we're okay with the virtual aspect of it too. Um, it's a little bit drier, but you know, we, we do it. So I just want to describe that, you know, what it really is, is looking at familiar things to you and your employees that it really is. It's familiar things, but we're looking at it from a different angle. We're coming at it from a couple of different angles in many cases and it, and it becomes an illumination session you know i do a lot of preliminary work up front to customize it for you so i really look into your company i meet with you i go over dozens of questions so that i can get a better um you know go through a better process of discovery to understand what some of your ins and outs are and some of the needs and and wants and desires and then we cultivate everything to what we call, and you're going to see hanging on this wall right behind me, is what we call serve to deserve. And that's really our goal is to steer everything into this, this attitude of what does the customer deserve, um, independent of what they're asking you for or telling you they want. And so we really lean into this, this servant's attitude where we can really understand what a customer wants and expects and oftentimes doesn't even know they can get 
on their end. And once you give it to them, once you learn how to serve to that deserve level, wow, it becomes a, a real raving fan love affair with customers. They really begin to gravitate to it. It's contagious. They like it. They come back for more. And that's what we're, we're really trying to advocate and all about. Some of the pictures you see up, up there, I just talked to the business owner not too long ago about that particular session. And, uh, you know, he said, we really had fun, Jeff. They really learned a lot. They went back, uh, you get the book with uh, that eight hour session, uh, in, you know, an in-house workshop. And they studied from the book and really pulled a lot of things out. We used the book in the, um, in the actual workshop as well. So it's, it's really fun. And it, and it really just, um, gosh, it'll bubble up things you never even thought about. And, uh, and really we're just taking a look at things from a different perspective. So, so that's what the workshops uh, could look and feel like. Um, and then we also have some consulting programs that are not really workshop oriented. They're more, um, getting you know, rolling our sleeves up and partnering with you as the business owner or a team in the business. And we have three different levels. We have a three-month level that we call surfing. And why do we call it surfing? Because it kind of, it sits on top of the business. It doesn't go real deep. It's three months. It's the least expensive of our programs, but it still allows us to immerse ourselves in your company. And oh my gosh, the, the things we discover the improvement opportunities that we uncover, they're just, um, it's tremendous. I mean, you'll, you, dozens of them will pop up. Now, whether you use them all or not is up to you. But, you know, I mean, I had one situation, just one situation, um, it created a possibility of six or eight improvements. So, you know, once we look at some of the problem areas of, the, of your company and we look at some of the things that you're doing on, our, on a daily basis, some of the things you're not doing, we really uncover quite a bit. And then we have what we call snorkeling. And snorkeling is the mid-level program. It lasts six months. And that goes deep. That goes underwater. So we kind of stay on the surface with surfing. Snorkeling, we go underwater. Not too much of a deep dive. We don't have a tank on us, right? We got to come back up for air. So it's a six-month program. Again, same format as the surfing. It's just a different depth of immersion into your company. And then we have what we call scuba diving, and that's a year-long program. And that's where we put the tank on. We, you know, we go underwater and stay with you for a while. And we really dive into the business. And, and this has a blend of, of you know, certainly on-site and um, virtual. Uh, and then, you know, snorkeling and, and surfing are probably more uh, designed for, they're better um, as virtual programs, you know, but the, the, certainly we can do snorkeling, uh, face to face too, if you're, if you're local here, but on the scuba diving, you know, I'll fly out to the company location and we'll work. We'll, we'll get down in the weeds and work on this. And we're, we're like gardeners at that point, you know, we're really taking out our gardening gloves, getting on our knees and we're, we're weeding the garden. We're making sure that we get, you know, everything really looking right, through the eyes of the customer and how they perceive your business and how they perceive the how you do business, not so much the what. So, you know, we, we do touch on the what here and there, obviously, but um, that's kind of the program. So if you are interested, we would love you to reach out to us on our website, simplebiz360.com. We have a contact area there. Just let us know what you're interested in. Leave us a phone number, leave us a 
an email address. We'll get in touch with you, and uh, we'll start working on this, you know, lickety split, and give you a quote, and and, and we'll we'll have some fun. And certainly face to face. Oh, I love it. It's so fun in a, a you know environment in the conference room, or sometimes we find a third party location that we can use to get everybody off campus, and it's just fun. And I, you know, I've done two day events. They're a little bit more stretched out, a little bit more in detail. Uh, but I, I really think you know, for the most part, if you're going to do a workshop, you know, eight hours is, is ample time to really get a ton of takeaways and, and have some fun. So that's what we're all about. Now, the song today I picked, you know, if you guys stick with us for the um, podcast, we always end each episode with what we call a lost in the shuffle track. And it's kind of fun. It's a rock and roll tuner, you know, some kind of song that's important to either me or one of our guests. And, it, you know, it just it, it, it's kind of not one of the most popular tunes out there. So we... Um, we grab it and we we bring it and kind of advance the rock and roll mantra, if you will. We love rock and roll and Christian contemporary music as well. I mean, certainly do. So at any rate, today I picked a song I think that's really emblematic of, you know, it's a can-do song. It, it, it also expresses a love affair, which I have with, with helping companies improve and helping companies find ways to serve customers better and helping companies do this serve to deserve. Um, so, you know, it's, it's got the can-do baked in there. It's got collaboration. It's got really a, a cool spirit, um, you know, um, you know, I guess of, um, camaraderie in the song. I don't know. It's just, it's a, it's a great song. Ain't no mountain high enough. Marvin Gaye and Tammy Terrell. I mean, I mean, if you guys aren't familiar with this tune, uh, when you listen to us on the YouTube experience, right, you're going to see it in the uh, upper right-hand corner of your viewing screen. So uh, you're actually going to see it in the upper right-hand corner. I'm sorry, I pointed the wrong way, uh, of your YouTube experience. And uh, this is going to put a little card up there where you click on the card and that takes you to the YouTube song. So we don't actually play the song on the podcast here. But um, so the vocals on this particular tune were actually recorded separately. Tammy Terrell did hers. Marvin Gaye did his. They blended it together. You'd never know the difference. Obviously, that's the wonder of, uh, of technology in, in the studio. This hit number 19. And, and a couple years later, Diana Ross uh, did it on her own, not with the Supremes. And she hit number one with this tune. But, you know, it's just a great can-do song, great love song. Um, ain't no mountain high enough. Ain't no valley low enough. You know what? We, let's Let's tackle this thing together if you want. We would love to help your company out. Uh, Give us a holler. And, you know, we just appreciate you tuning in. And we will see you next week in 168 hours. Have a great week, everybody.